I'm Arya Schwartz, along with my co-hosts tonight, Rachel Galligan and Pat Ralph. Welcome to the WNBA Insider Show. Each week, we cover different topics important to the W, using X's and O's, along with key stats to bring honest and critical analysis. Not breaking news, but still really big news. The biggest news currently in the WNBA world, head coach of the LA Sparks, well now former head coach, Brian Agler, stepped down as the head coach of the LA Sparks. And to me, the most shocking thing is the waves that this is going to send throughout the league. Now, it's not just that LA doesn't have one of the most respected and revered coaches in the league uh, you know, at the helm. Right now what it does is, is he going to pop up in another place? And how does that affect everything else that goes on in the league? I mean, does this affect the rivalry of Minnesota and, and LA? Rivalry in, in quotations. Um, does this affect another team that maybe had the skill but didn't have the coaching to make it to that next level? And how does this affect, you know, where players want to play? There's some free, there's a good amount of free agents on that LA roster. But let's start off first with Rachel. Rachel, talk to me. Reactions, thoughts. Uh, yeah, talk to me. I think the whole thing has been kind of fun to sit back and really observe. Um, obviously, there are a few people who were made aware of this and obviously respected that off the record, um, you know, responsibility, which is tremendous. Uh, but I, I think I'm I'm really fascinated with how this whole thing went down and really how how they were able to keep it quiet for as long as they did um, in this day and age, um, you know. I think it was Blake Dudonis who brought up a point on Twitter. He said, how is it that, you know, we don't, you know, like no one's heard about this. You know, if this was in a, um, a men's game, you know, we, we would have heard about this in, in minutes, let alone a month later. So that's the first point, which I think is fascinating to all of this. I don't know how you guys feel about that. But um, I think with me, I, I, this move by Agler makes sense. Um, and I say move, obviously, with a ton of uncertainty as to kind of what – happens next, but I'm not incredibly surprised. How about you guys? Yeah. I mean, you bring up a really good point, Rachel. Um, I think for me, when that announcement came out last week, so you said we're recording this on Monday night, the announcement came out last week. Um, I was really taken aback. Like, and then when I saw Vopel's report for ESPN, it like this had been done several weeks ago that he had actually resigned and then not come out. Um, you know, I figured, you know, kind of when I figured when I saw that, that probably you don't just resign. It's probably been kind of in the works for a little while. Um, that was kind of what I thought. Um, and then, you know, you make a good point, Rachel, about that thing. And I, with the fact that nobody uncovered it is um, it's one of these things where uh, the, you know, this is a reason why you need to, you know, we can, this is a, another topic for another podcast, but I kind of got the thinking was, so I think what it is, is this is gives you this is a reason for why there needs to be more coverage of the W is if there is more coverage, this story probably gets out sooner. Um, and I think what it is, is, you know, I don't want to start pointing fingers at teams, but you know, the sparks, you know, this was actually kind of a media savvy move, actually a little bit. They know that the majority of the media landscape that covers women's basketball uh, is no, not covering the W right now. They are focused wholeheartedly on the college game right now. I mean, no, nobody's paying attention to the W until maybe February when free agency gets starts, but really not till April till the draft and then May when the season gets underway. So they a little bit 
you know, they played the game really well. Um, and they were able to kind of get away with at a time where it's a dead zone and no one's really paying attention. They were able to kind of get this by. Now, I don't know if that's their, that was their intention and goal, but that's kind of what I thought about is that, you know, it was a savvy move in that regard. And again, that's a whole podcast for another time about losing, uh, you know, you know, having more coverage for the W. But for me, I agree with Rachel. I was just stunned at how, when it came out, I was stunned that it happened. I was stunned at how short and abrupt and brief the release was from the sparks. Um, just, it was a quick, here's what he did. Thanks very much. That's all. Like it was literally two lines and it was, it was just, it was short and sweet and to the point. And it begs a lot of questions. This is one of the biggest names in the sport. And, uh, it is um, big news, huge news. Yeah, I mean, the real. I mean, there, there's so much to unpack from this. Um, he is, and a poll I put out in the league or yeah, on the Twitter world for the WNBA fans was your thoughts on if a dual GM head coach could survive and succeed, win rings, and we saw Agler do that in uh, Seattle, winning his first ring. So I think it's interesting. I give a lot more credit, I mean, not to knock any any people who have won championships as head coaches, but I think when you have that dual role, there's a little bit more credit due to you. Um, and I think it, it's really impressive and says a lot about how elite of a mind he is. Uh, he's also the only player or only coach to win it twice or once in uh, in two different locations. So there's a lot to unpack here. I guess my question is I, I have so many questions, but <laughs> Rachel, if if you're a head coach, what is the mindset of a head coach? Because we often don't hear of these top-tier coaches stepping away. We often hear about them really being asked to leave. Um, And this is a situation where, you know, everyone knows, oh, resigned could mean many things. Maybe they're trying to save face, blah, 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 all that jazz, uh, you know, make it seem like everyone's happy. But I guess my thought to you, Rachel, as someone who has been a coach, What's it like at the end of each season kind of evaluating your personal needs versus thinking about, you know, getting to a situation where you would be let go? There's so much that goes on behind the scenes. I mean, I'm not telling you anything you don't know there. Um, But, you know, you you know, there's there's a lot of elements to this. Um, And I think, you know, especially in the professional game, let alone the college game and kind of where sport in general has taken us. Um, when you're a head coach, um, you have to be really strategic with your moves. You have to be really strategic in terms of, um, you know, the, the time spent with the team and, and kind of have you kind of, do you feel like you've hit, you know, the pinnacle as to what you can do at that certain position? Do you, do you, do you feel it's, it's time to move on? And there's a lot of factors within that personnel, um, you know, things behind the scenes, even with front office, who knows, are there issues arising? I'm just asking questions. I don't know. Um, but I think part of it, and, and I think I can speak at a lot of different levels here is, um, throughout your career, I think, you know, you kind of hit a peak at certain places and then it is, it's time to move on. And you kind of just, it's almost like a gut feeling where you feel like you've accomplished everything you could accomplish, um, maybe at that position. Um, and maybe, you know, it's time for something fresh. It's time for, for something, um, you know, where you feel like you can kind of make it your own or, or, or rebuild it, if you will. Um, and I think we've seen Agler as someone who has really thrived in kind of building, you know, he's done a tremendous job in that building, building 
programs into championships. And so um, I, I get a sense of kind of that. That's what some of this is. And I think this is a really strategic move. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, he, he, he had a contract extension in LA. So to just walk away from that makes me feel like there's already something lined up. Um, he didn't just walk away from this to just float around and ask questions. I'll tell you that. So, well, I mean, um, we even saw that in, in the few articles that we've seen, um, getting comments from him. We've seen that he says he still wants to coach. Yeah, and he will. And that's probably going to come out. Who knows? It could come out by the time this podcast airs, kind of what that next move is. And I know there's a lot of um, speculation with that already. We probably don't even need to get into it. But uh, I think this is a very strategic move. This is Agler really working ahead of the curve. And I I almost get the sense that things were – you know, maybe just for him, and I don't want to put words in his mouth. That's not the case, but you get like things were maybe a little bit stale. It's time for something new. It's time for something fresh. It's time for a change. And um, I think he's being, you know, he's working ahead of the curve here. Yeah. Rachel, you're definitely yeah. right on that. And I think, you know, I think it's interesting. The contract extension aspect is very odd. You know, you sign the extension, then you think, oh, it's time to go. It, you know, you don't do that unless A, like you said, something's lined up, you've talked to someone. You're ready to go for the next opportunity, or B, something happened internally that we don't know about. And whether it was a power struggle, whether it was he just, you know, you said got worn out and just got something changed this year with the team, which, I mean, from what we saw on the court, yes, something did change. They took a step back. Um, and Ari, you bring up a good point. Maybe he wants to have an opportunity where he wants to, you know, not just cook the meal, but pick the groceries out. He wants to be in the GM chair, and maybe he wants something like that where he has a little more control. He sees other coaches in the league that are just as good, if not worse than him, that have those same responsibilities. He's like, well, I, I want those too. So um, I, I think it's very interesting. I think as you got, as you alluded to, Rachel, we could hear something by the time this podcast drops about where he goes or whatnot. Or, you know, there's been a lot of speculation about him to Dallas. I know there's been a lot of people pointing arrows that way. We don't have anything confirmed, but – it sure is interesting when uh, this comes down and you realize, oh, there is an opening still in the league. And, you, you, you know, it's hard to imagine Brian Aglo not coaching in the league. I, I would be shocked. And I'll say that. I'll, I'll put this on record. I would be shocked if come when, – when does the season start? Whenever the season starts, May. I'd be shocked if we do not see Brian Agler on the bench uh, doing his classic pacing up and down, um, just just shocked, and, and that that's all to talk about for now. We'll we'll definitely um, be speaking to Brian. We'll definitely be speaking to other people in the know and, and trying to fill in this story a little bit more and and keep you up to date about where his whereabouts uh, and the whereabouts of that vacant spot in LA. Want to thank everyone for joining us for this show. This has been the WNBA Insider Show with Rachel Gallagher and Pat Ralph. Each week, important topics to the W using X's and O's along with key stats to bring honest and critical analysis.